like what you said earlier, Jess, like grief, because mm-hmm. that's a word that has been like I've carried with me the whole time. Like, yes, I don't have a baby. I didn't lose a baby, mm-hmm. but I'm still You're grieving. grieving. Mm-hmm. I'm still grieving. Yeah. I'm grieving the fact that there is no Hey friends, welcome to the Yet We Thrive podcast. We're your hosts, Jessica and Lindsay. Even though we are all part of this club that we never intended to sign up for, we're so glad you're here. We are a community for women who have lost babies or have struggled to get pregnant. And we're here to help you thrive, even in the midst of these impossible circumstances. So join us as we show you practical and sometimes unconventional ways every week for how to thrive in this one crazy life. Welcome back to the Yet We Thrive podcast. This is episode 48, and today we have Renee Hancock joining us to share her story. But before we dive in, something that is frustrating you and something that is bringing you joy. So do you want to start us off, Renee? Sure. Um, so frustrations. I always start with the negative yeah, and then go to too. the positive. Yes. Yeah. You got to end mm-hmm. on a positive That's note. That's right. Um, so frustration well first off traffic uh, i'm just gonna throw that right um and then i do have a funny little story from like yes. this past week so i'm excited i gotta preface this by saying i'm like the biggest klutz in the world like <laughs> you and me klutz. both sister like uh, i have a track record okay. and everyone knows it too like friends family everyone knows i'm a klutz and so Everyone's always like, be careful, Renee. Be right. careful, Renee. And I'm like, I'm an adult. Shut up. I can do this. Um, so I'm going to preface that. Okay. So um, I'm in the kitchen with my mother-in-law. She's awesome. And uh, I was chopping onions. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was trying to prove to her, you know, I know what I'm doing. I can cook. I'm, I'm a good cook. Yeah. So I'm sitting there chopping onions and, like, we're talking. And she goes, you know, just be careful. Keep that knife away from your fingers. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know how to do that. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm an adult. <laughs> I, I, I can do this. And then I completely, like, cut off my thumbnail. No. Oh, oh, my god. Well, not completely. I, like, yeah. I cut through my thumbnail, oh cut out a gosh. chunk of finger. Oh, my gosh. And started bleeding. Mm-hmm. And I was like, crap. <laughs> Dang it. It happened Here again. it goes again. Yep. <laughs> So then I'm sitting there like sucking on my thumb with blood coming out. And of course I was chopping onions. So my fin- yeah. my thumb tastes like onions. So I was like crying because of the onions <laughs> and then the taste. And oh my gosh, it was, nice. it, was a whole thing. it was the whole thing. But did you find oh your gosh. fingernail in the onion? No. <laughs> did not. Oh. Somehow. Well, actually, I think I chopped all the way through it. And then I had to like pull it. Oh, like, yeah. yeah. I was like, crap. Yeah, and so then I had to like pull it off. It was fun. Yeah, it was oh, really man. fun. So oh. I still have like a little bit of a scab. Oh my god! But gosh. you know, whatever. It's there. Oh, it's I, fine, I you can know. chop onions. I you promise. can chop yeah. onions. It's fine. <laughs> oh. oh goodness! So that's not even a huge frustration, but a little bit. Cause a little bit. Yeah. Trying to prove myself. You know? right. right. Yeah. My mother-in-law is like perfect too. <laughs> I love her to death. She's perfect. So like when I do something like that, uh-huh. I'm like, dang. <laughs> dang it if it were my mom i'd be like oh uh, oh well oh well, yeah. right. oh well. Right. uh so yeah that was fun what was the other thing something, something positive joy oh yeah so last week i am a huge nerd for coldplay they're my favorite band okay. i love them to death uh-huh. they have a concert coming up well actually too um next summer in chicago 
and I love them to death. Uh, so I found last time I went with Derek and he was just Derek's my husband. Uh-huh. He was just like not really that into it because he's not a huge Coldplay fan. Okay. So I was like, this year, if I'm going, I'm going with someone who likes Coldplay. So I found out one of my friends loves Coldplay uh-huh. almost as much as me, probably. And we bought tickets. Yay. That's so exciting. I've seen them once. Room. And oh, they're so, so they're really good. They're I saw so them in St. Louis when I lived there. And it was right after uh, Michael Jackson had died. Oh. And they like came in the crowd and did like a tribute oh. with like some of his songs. Oh and it gosh. was like really cool that's awesome but we had lawn seats and so like we were really far back sure. but somehow uh. without anyone noticing they built like the stage like in the middle of the concert and then they just like came on to the lawn on this oh, little tiny what? portable stage yeah it was really you cool. would have had to hold me back i would have been running I straight know. to them <laughs> i do love I'm, some I'm cold play I'm, yeah i'm that's fangirl awesome. yeah over yeah them. so that's awesome you can that's ask so Derek. he'll be like yeah, yeah she, she likes is. them way too much yeah <laughs> that's so, amazing yeah. what about you Lindsay? okay i was gonna say i have to go next okay because um <laughs> you nobody listening can see this but um <laughs> just like <laughs> renee and chop onions i also can slice bread <laughs> really bread Lindsay. we're both sitting here How? like oh. <laughs> i told you you and me both sister i had no idea you were gonna tell that if story and i'm see, sitting here she's got bandages on her fingers <laughs> renee's missing a nail and half the top of her thumb but it's fine. It's fine. Okay, so it was sourdough bread. So, oh. it, you know, it's like really crusty and yeah. hard. And I, so you have to use like a really sharp knife yeah. to get through of it. Course. And it was like I just had just barely gotten into it. And then it slipped. Ooh. The knife slipped. And it like, I basically lost my two fingers. I didn't. I'm being dramatic. But it does hurt. This happened last night. And I was like, got my frustration for tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. Me too. Yep. So, oh. um, <laughs> what is bringing you yeah. joy? Um, my sourdough bread. <laughs> it's still good. My my um the non bloody side. Yes, right. Exactly. My starter died like a while ago, and so I just like mm. got this new starter. So yeah. I'm like, I could do sourdough again. And then I yeah. cut my fingers. So yeah, two for one, <laughs> two for mm-hmm. two for. That's awesome. <laughs> um, well, something that's frustrating me is literally everything in my life. So it's oh really gosh, no. no. You Preach. know, I'm just in that season of motherhood, and mm-hmm. I feel like I go through this like once or twice a year mm-hmm. where I'm like I'm overwhelmed. Yes, like mm-hmm. my cup is empty, mm-hmm. and I. I don't know. Like I just kind of had like a breakdown this week where I was just like, Mm -hmm. I can't do this. Like I can't just like homeschooling, you know, all the hats that you wear. Like Mm -hmm. I don't want to like, I'm not complaining about that because I know just the sensitivity of that. But like I, my cup was empty and it was empty the week that like all my friends needed me. And usually that like fills me up to serve. Mm -hmm. And you were so low already. I was so low Mm -hmm. that I was like, I can't. So mm-hmm. last night, I my husband got home at 4.30, and I was like, I'm going to go lay in the bed. I'm just uh-huh. going to lay there. I'm going to read my book. I'm going to watch some trash TV yeah. to, yep. like, 
bring my, uh-huh. and I laid there 4.30 until 8 o'clock this morning, and it was glorious. Yes, you did. <laughs> he brought me, it. he Dang. made dinner, he brought me dinner in bed, like, Ugh. I got up to pee once, and that was it, but now I feel recharged, Ugh. you know, sometimes, sometimes you just, all you need. yeah, I'm Ugh. like, I just don't want to think about anything, mm-hmm. I don't want to do anything. We all need that time. I yeah. know. Let me just lay in bed for, like, three days straight, is that acceptable? Yeah, and I was, I felt really bad, and I started to get dizzy, and I get dizzy when, like, my body has hit an exhaustion Me point. Too. I'm the same way. And I'm like, I'm really dizzy. And I was supposed to help a friend out last night, and I never say no. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, I need to find a healthy balance in yeah. that. But finally, Boundaries. I know. I finally texted her, and I was like, I love you, but I just can't. Yeah. I just can't. You can't. Yeah. I'm dizzy, and I've been laying in bed for an hour, and I don't plan to get up. Yes. Amen. So I just, yes. you know, that's Learn just. Learn to say no. I know. Mm-hmm. That's just been my frustration this week is that the joy is just sucked out of me. So I need yeah. that spirit of joy to come, come back. Right on back. Yeah. I hear so, But something that is bringing me joy is I woke up at 6 a.m. to what I thought someone, like, opened our like front door like that's what it sounded like oh my gosh that wasn't the joy part but I like (laughs) sat up and my alarm went off on my phone that there was motion at the front door and it was our new Christmas tree (gasps) I know I'm so excited you guys I'm gonna be posting all about this Christmas tree and I don't even care it's so beautiful oh my gosh and I got it off Amazon of all places yes Literally ordered it yesterday. Stop. What? Yesterday. And oh it my already gosh. showed up. And it was on my front porch Way at to go, 6 a.m. Yeah. I know. I left. Prime. I, yeah. And so before we got here, I'm like, you have to get it out of the box. I have to see this magical thing. Oh, my God. And it truly is magical. Oh, I can't and wait I'm to see it. so pumped about I can't it. Wait. That's yeah. awesome. So. At Jess Trot on Instagram, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> you can I'm see that. So excited. So many pictures. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's yes. just, you know, it was exactly like I had a vision just in my mind needed. what I wanted. That, that was it. Oh, so my life is grand. I feel recharged and I have a beautiful Christmas tree. <laughs> I'm feeling the joy of that. I'm ready to go. Everyone, everyone loves a good Christmas I tree. I mean, if you don't, you're screwed. I know. Yeah. And we haven't bought yep. one in a few years. Um, actually, probably like seven years we've had this oh, other wow. one. Okay. But so now I can move the other one in a different room. Right. Totally exactly. Yeah. Because yep. more than one tree is amazing. I mean, absolutely. Clearly. Uh-huh. We need yeah. more. You just obviously. need more ornaments now. Okay. Know? So speaking of ornaments, I'm just not an ornament girl. Uh, okay. I, my fair. chair, my chair, my tree is completely bare. Okay, and I love really? it that way. Yeah. It's so pretty. All right. All right. Yeah. Do you do lights we or do anything? do lights. Okay. But that's it. I don't. So pretty. Yeah. The lights yeah. are the best part. I know. They are. Our kids they have a little yeah. Christmas tree up in the loft and that's the ornament tree because we buy them an ornament every year. Okay. Aww. But the other two trees, I'm like, I don't want anything. I want them just real. Like we're in nature and nothing's on it. I love <laughs> Perfect. that. That's so, awesome. Perfect. Anyways. Wonderful. My yeah. little rant there. All right. Well, good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I get to start it off in the Christmas spirit. Yes. Ooh-hoo. Yes. Well, Renee, thank you so much for joining us. We're really, really excited that you're here. Me too. Um, Renee and I know each other. I don't know. We've known each other for I a while. I was thinking about this last night. Yeah. Like, we we met when me and Derek were dating. Yeah. It was like eight years ago. It was ago. a long time ago. Like, oh, wow. A yeah. long time ago. And I think we met at... Bible study, yep. probably. I remember that. Okay. I came over to your house and I was like, I don't know any of these people. That's <laughs> right. And Lainey, right? Yes. She was like a baby. A baby. Like two. Yes. Because she's 10 She now. was a baby. Oh, yes. Yeah. She's 
crazy, crazy. Aww. But Violet, our yeah, we thrive team member. It's going to sound complicated, so just listen. <laughs> All right. So Violet's husband Grant, who has been on the podcast, his cousin Derek is married to Renee. To me. So okay. Yes. So we've seen each other through the years, and even though we've only seen each other probably at like. I don't know, 10 times or yeah. something. I always feel like I'm seeing an old friend Aww. every time I see you. Aww. So that's exciting. She just it's one a- of those things. It's one of those friendships where yeah. like we won't see each other for a while, but it's uh-huh. like no time has passed. Exactly. Yeah. Those yes. are the best. Mm-hmm. I feel like those we just click ones. every yeah. time we mm-hmm. see each other. So yeah. yes, I love so it. super fun. But can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah. So um, I am a mental health therapist. I, think that's I awesome. love it. I love it, love it, love it. And it's shaped a lot of my Mm. views on life. Mm -hmm. Like I've learned so much. Mm. Um, So that's like my big identity. I know it probably shouldn't be. It's a job, but I love it. Yeah, Yeah. that's awesome. Um, So I've been married to Derek for six years. Wow. I had to do math in my head there. (laughs) That's hard. That's hard. (laughs) So six years, um, which is crazy to me. Woo. Um, and then we have a dog who is my baby and like my child, basically Mm -hmm. her name's Oreo. She's the best. So cute. And we actually got a cat. I didn't think I was going to be a cat person, but I love this cat. Like he is so cute. His name's Chester. That's the cutest cat name. He like, he kind of like prances around a little bit. Oh, (laughs) he's so cute. I love him to death. Slightly allergic to him, but still love him. You know, (laughs) yeah. Win some, lose some. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's me that's in a awesome. nutshell. Okay. Yeah. Well, can you tell us how your story begins? Sure. So um, I want to say, I think May of 2020 okay. um, is kind of where it starts. So we had decided like early in 2020 that we were ready to start trying to start having kids. Um And so in May, I was like, okay, before we really start Mm -hmm. trying, I need to go get myself checked out because I was just really scared there was something wrong with Uh me. I have like a history of some horrible stuff with my ovaries. Like Mm. I had to get one of my ovaries removed. So I only have one. Wow. So that has always been like on the back of my mind. Yeah. So I was like, I don't want to go and try and keep trying and not know like is it me Mm -hmm. so um I went to my OB in May to get checked out before we really started trying um so and I was fine everything came back normal um which was great I was Mm -hmm. shocked I was like hold on wait can you check (laughs) again again? (laughs) hold on hold on wait (laughs) so that was really great Um, and so then we started trying and we hadn't told a soul. I didn't tell anyone that I went to get checked out. I, we didn't tell anyone we were trying. I'm a big surprise person. So I like Mm. to surprise people. I don't want them. Like, I have no problem telling people like, oh, we're trying to have a baby. So we hadn't told anyone. Um, and so we started trying in May and by the time like six months so November came around I was like really discouraged mm-hmm. um it was hard like it wasn't as hard over the summer but like when September hit 
And I was like, Renee, you're crazy. It's only been like three months, four mm-hmm. months. What are you doing? But when it's on your mind yeah, all the time, yeah. which it was, mm-hmm. it was hard. Mm-hmm. Um, so November rolled around and I was just really like struggling. Mm-hmm. I was like, this this is a lot. This is a lot for me to carry by myself. Mm-hmm. Well, not by myself. I had Derek, of course. Right. Yeah. But, um, you know, like, and Derek's been great. He mm-hmm. has been wonderful. He tries to understand as much as he can, mm-hmm. but he's more of a laid back, like, okay, we'll have children whenever mm-hmm. it's okay. You know, if we can't have our own children, we'll adopt, which is great. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's awesome. Good for you. I'm not that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want my own children and I want them now. Right. Yeah. Um, so I really did. I didn't feel alone, but I felt like he didn't understand mm-hmm. like the gravity of mm-hmm. it for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so in November, I ended up opening up to my best friend, which I'm really mad I didn't do that beforehand mm-hmm. because she has been through miscarriages. So mm-hmm. she she knows. She knows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I opened up to her and that was kind of a relief, but I still felt like I was a little bit alone because it was yeah. one person. Like, right. Yeah. I mean, she's great. I love her, but mm-hmm. one person. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so around that time, I always get really down during the holidays. Yeah. Um, when there's something like this going on. So I was just hurting a lot. Mm-hmm. Honestly, like I was in like a depression. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was hard you know, every month taking a pregnancy test. I, I try not to get myself worked up, mm-hmm. but I was like, oh yeah, you know, this, this, and this, and my period's late and blah, blah, blah. And I would get myself worked up. Mm-hmm. And then to see it say not pregnant was just disheartening every yeah. single yeah. time. And I was doing it by myself too. Like mm-hmm. Derek, I would do it when he wasn't around because I didn't want to get his hopes up and then crush right. him. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of taking that on by myself too which mm-hmm. was dumb um so I would work myself up convince myself oh yeah you're definitely pregnant yeah. this time mm-hmm. you're pregnant and then it wouldn't happen yeah and I think that's the hardest part of it is seeing like the pregnancy test say not, not pregnant, pregnant. Yeah. or you know the blue I don't even know there's so many pregnancy tests that's right fun. now mm-hmm. so there's like blue lines pink lines I don't know um so that has been like the hardest part of it mm-hmm. for me. And so I think going through the holidays, like end of November, all of December of 2020, I was just kind of in a funk, mm-hmm. like a fog. And it was just, it was hard. Mm-hmm. You know, all I want for Christmas was a baby right? Mm-hmm. and there's no baby. Mm-hmm. And you know, the holidays are usually, I love the holidays Mm -hmm. because it's not only, you know, like Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, my birthday, Derek's birthday and our anniversary all fall within like October through the beginning of January. Lots of celebrating. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. So it's my favorite time of the year. Mm. So to be kind of depressed through it was new for Mm -hmm. me and it was hard. Like I can't even, I had no energy. I didn't want to do anything. Um, when it came time to go spend time with family, like, you know, I was like, okay, you got to look happy. Uh You got to pretend like nothing's wrong, which is hard. Hard. I know I keep saying hard, hard, but like, that's the only word I can use to describe it. Yeah. Um, 
so yeah, the holidays last year were were just tough. I mm-hmm. felt alone most of the time. Um, yeah, I I felt alone, mm-hmm. and uh, when for me too, like I guess I should have started with this. I've always wanted to have kids, like mm-hmm. always. Like I remember as a kid, like playing house mm-hmm. and like you know, pretending I was pregnant and then I had a baby and all yeah. that stuff. And I've always felt like I'm a mother. Mm-hmm. I'm a yeah. natural mother. Yeah. And so when it's gone on at this point, I don't even know, like seven or eight months, like around the holidays mm-hmm. and we weren't pregnant. I was just like, this is never going to happen. Mm-hmm. Like, it's never going to happen, but I still, I don't think I was ready to open up to other people at that point, mm-hmm. which was hard. Cause I think I really needed to. Mm-hmm. Um, so then fast forward into 2021. Um, so again, no one really knows. I, at this point, I think I've told like a few other people, but mm-hmm. not really that many people. And um, I can't even remember when it was, but I basically found out that two of my best friends were pregnant at the same time. Mm -hmm. And that rocked me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because it's my two best friends. Mm -hmm. Like there's four of us in like our little friend group, I guess you could say four women. And we're all really close. Yeah. And two of them were pregnant. The other one already had a baby. Mm -hmm. So I was like, well, I'm left out of the club now. I'm not a part of that club. Um, so finding that out, I think, was the hardest part of my whole entire journey. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like, oh, they're pregnant. I'm so happy for them. Right. And I tell them this all, all the, time. the time. Yeah, Like, I'm so incredibly happy for mm-hmm. you guys. I want the best for you. I think you're going to be great mothers. Mm-hmm. I want you to keep me um, informed and like, I want to be there to support you, mm-hmm. but this is hard for me. Yeah. And so it's, it's such a weird yeah. feeling. Cause it's like, yes. you love your friends and you're going to love those babies and you're going to, yes. you know, like, but it's, there's just other side of you that is just like grieving, Heart you know? Broken. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, and it's really wonderful that you guys have that relationship too that you can talk say about those it. things yeah. to each other yeah and that was the thing so they I found out like in the middle of a restaurant and I could not hold it together uh, so okay. I literally oh I feel so bad about it I like got up from the table and I had to walk outside mm. because I was sobbing yeah and I didn't want that to be the reaction they saw right <laughs> so I felt so terrible about it. And so later when we we ended up back at someone's house and I took all, I grabbed all the women because, you know, we're all married. Our husbands right. were there, blah, blah, blah. Um, and I sat down with them and I was like, I want you guys to know, like, I'm so happy for you. And I told them right, about that. Yeah. And I was like, I'm so sorry. I hate that my first reaction right. was to cry right. and feel sorry for myself. But that's where I'm right and they were so supportive yeah that's great and 
you know, like they didn't even know we were trying. So mm. like telling them that too, like that's why right. I was like a big moment. walking right. Yeah, right. So they were very supportive and it was great, but it was the hardest part. Oh, I'm yeah. sure. Yeah. You know, like I think we all, all of us right. women, like want to be pregnant with her friends. You right. Know? Yeah. Right. Like, right. Yeah. Okay. All of us, let's go ahead and conceive <laughs> right. tonight, tonight. And then we're all going to be pregnant together. <gasps> yeah. Yes. Uh, yes. So I think that was the hardest part of it all. And then, you know, like we, this is a group of friends, like we traveled together. Right. Mm-hmm. So we were like planning our, or starting to talk about a trip next year. Mm-hmm. And it dawned on me, like everyone else is going to have a kid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I may not. Uh-huh. And at that time i wasn't okay with that yeah Yeah. i don't want to be the only one without a kid yeah and so yeah it's hard um so yeah that was very very hard and it it really sent me into spiral of feeling sorry for myself Uh and feeling down and you know, I'm a therapist. I always talk about, like, feel your emotions. Mm-hmm. You definitely don't avoid them. You have to confront your emotions. Mm-hmm. Emotions are important. Um, so, you know, I was doing that. I was letting myself feel mm. really depressed, really down, really just in a bad place. And it just kept going on. Like, mm-hmm. I just couldn't really get out of that Mm -hmm. and of course you know this goes on for I I really think I was depressed for Mm -hmm. months so I found out like they're all like a lot of my friends are getting pregnant Uh and like it's I can't even describe the feeling because it just it hurts so much Again, it's that mixed feeling of, like, Mm -hmm. I'm so happy for them. Like, Mm -hmm. one of my cousins is pregnant, and I'm so incredible. Like, I'm excited. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. this is my baby cousin. She's pregnant. Like, I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah. But it's also hard. It's just a reminder of where you're at in your journey and um, everything, which is is really hard. So it just, it hurts. Mm -hmm. That's, like... Again, like, I can't even find a word. And, you know, I like what you said earlier, Jess, like, grief. Because Mm -hmm. that's a word that has been, Mm -hmm. like, I've carried with me the whole time. Like, yes, I don't have a baby. I didn't lose a baby. Mm -hmm. But I'm still grieving. grieving. Mm -hmm. I'm still grieving. Yeah. I'm grieving the fact that there is no baby there. Mm -hmm. And... You know, that's taken a while for me to wrap my mind Mm -hmm. around because a lot of times when you can't have a kid, of course, you're like, oh, well, you know, like, it's not that bad. I shouldn't be taking this so personally because it's not like I lost a baby. But, but it's, a, it's still time. a loss. Because yes. that baby started yes. with your hopes mm-hmm. and your dreams yes. in your head. It's, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And that was something I was telling myself. And I think... That's definitely something I want other women to know. Mm -hmm. Just what you said. Mm -hmm. Like, it's still grieving. It's Mm -hmm. still just as hard. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, like, grieving the fact that, like, there's no baby there. Mm -hmm. Like, I've been calling it, like, grieving an empty womb. Mm -hmm. And that 
has stuck with me the whole time. And I really do feel like, oh my gosh, like you talk about the five stages of grief. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yep. I went through all of those yep. like 10,000 times. Can you name like. those just for yes. people who aren't? Oh goodness. Oh no, you're putting me on the spot. Uh, on the spot. Um, denial, anger, bargaining, acceptance. Oh, I'm forgetting one. It's denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. Depression. 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 That's mm -hmm. the one I forgot. The one. Yeah. the one that I've been talking right. about the most. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's okay. Of course. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's been something that's stuck with mm -hmm. me and something that like I've been really feeling like God like wants me to talk about mm -hmm. and like write about. Mm -hmm. I've always mm -hmm. felt like I needed to start a blog of my own. Like I've always wanted to. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's kind of in the works. Yay. Just yeah. a little hint. Yeah. Um, and that's like something that I really mm -hmm. want to talk about yeah. because it really is. It's grief. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, grief. Um, so now that we're in, so we're in December of 2021 mm -hmm. yeah. and you've kind of had this full year, over a year yeah. now. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. Did you go back to the doctor? Did your husband go to the doctor? Or what was the next, I guess, part in your journey um yeah. to kind of move keep moving and that's one thing that I regret the most is not going to the doctor again sooner okay um so we did I ended up going back and um going to my OBGYN first mm -hmm. it's hard for men you yeah know? yeah like mm -hmm. Well, first of all, the whole process of like right. going to get tested right. itself right. is a awkward. Little, like, a little bit uncomfortable. Yeah. You know, yeah. uh -huh. Trying to keep this G-rated, but right, it's, yeah. uh, it's uncomfortable. <laughs> and two, you know, thinking about like men, like, oh, if something was wrong with it, mm -hmm. with yeah. him, then, oh, that's like a, a whole huge, new thing. Like, yeah. But you know what? Just like it is for them, it's the same for us. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I think people just think... I think it appears or feels like it's quote unquote harder for men because oh. it's just not talked about right. like it yes. is for women, but we just put this expectation on women that, mm -hmm. oh, you can't get pregnant. It must be you. Yeah. yeah. And oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I agree. It's yeah. the same. Mm -hmm. um, so I went back to my OB and um, then Derek ended up going and getting tested and we're just like, this was like, seriously like last month so we're just starting wow. to get some answers oh, wow. now um and I don't want to share too much yeah, because sure yeah, yeah it's still Derek uh -huh. yeah. is a very private person right yeah mm -hmm. I'm here spilling my guts and right he's yeah like, no you call um, them to each other yeah. well then yes yeah. mm -hmm. so oh yeah we do mm -hmm. <laughs> um so but we're finally starting to get answers mm -hmm. and I really do wish we had gone in sooner yeah um and there's this really great book actually that I wanted to promote yes. um it's called when the cradle is empty oh I've i feel heard like of that, that. Yeah. it is good like it addresses everything like emotions mm. it addresses like the process okay. that women go through mm -hmm. but it also gives like good solid advice that's awesome and so in this book it talks about you know you don't have to wait a year Mm -hmm. like if you can't get pregnant within like six months yeah. you it's okay like sure go see especially if you're older right um go see someone and then it talks about like 
what type of doctor to mm-hmm. see. And like OBGYNs are good at first, but right. then I can't even remember what they're called. There's a special doctor that mm-hmm. deals with infertility like yeah. all the time. Sure. So mm-hmm. yeah, this book is amazing. Mm-hmm. So y- you said earlier that, you know, your husband was really supportive and everything. Yeah. Um, is there anything that you guys had to walk through together? If you want to share, like, um, you know, how was his reaction with your reaction when your friends told you guys, um, that sort of thing. Is there anything that maybe you've learned as a couple, um, in this journey so far? Yeah. So like one thing, well, this is before, anyway, one thing I've learned is most couples when there's something big going on, Mm -hmm. either draw apart or grow closer together. Right. And for us, we grew closer together. That's amazing. Like, and it, he's my rock. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, Jesus is my rock. Right. I'm sorry, yeah. Jesus. You're number one. <laughs> but Derek is my human right. rock here yeah, on this earth. Right. And he's been great. Like, and the good thing about me being a therapist mm-hmm. is I'm not afraid to tell him when I'm feeling like this, I need you to do yes. this. I need right. you to say mm-hmm. this, mm-hmm. which is totally acceptable. And people need to do that more yes. often. Amen. Like, we talk, yeah, we talk about that yes. a lot, just communication and yes. just having that open communication. Because I think, especially in marriages, like you said, when something is coming along, you either grow apart or you grow together. Mm-hmm. But you have to be intentional to grow together. And that is communicating and it telling is. the other person what you need. Mm-hmm at that time yes uh, I, tell, I tell people all the time like it's okay to say hey I need you to tell me I'm beautiful I'm smart mm-hmm. I'm gonna be a great mom or whatever right. you need right. to hear it's okay to mm-hmm. say hey I need you to like come and rub my back right mm-hmm. like yeah 100 yes. okay yeah People yeah. feel like they can't voice right. that to their mm-hmm. spouse. And I'm like, no, no you, you tell them right. what you need. Yes. I need to lay in bed at 4.30 until the next day. <laughs> yes. That's what you do. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, like, yes. you just, yes. you have to. You have to have you that do. open communication. So, well, and yeah. sometimes I feel like we don't voice those things because we ourselves don't know what we need. Mm. True. Um, or we feel guilty. Like, Oh, yeah. True. Like, I shouldn't be doing this yeah you I know shouldn't like this. yeah mm-hmm. but I think even just like voicing that I don't actually know what I need but can we maybe try a few things out and I think once we hit it then we'll see oh this is what I need and then we can right yeah kind of go mm-hmm. from there but Absolutely. it does require your like being mm-hmm. curious about yourself and right. trying to dig deep into yourself and think well what do I need right mm-hmm. now what would exactly. make me feel yeah. like the burden is lifted a mm-hmm. little bit yes definitely is there anything you wish you would have known then that you know now? I mean, I know you talked about yeah. things that you would have done differently, mm-hmm. like you would have gone to the doctor sooner or stuff like that or opened up to your friends sooner. Yeah. Um, but is there anything that you look back and be like, man, I really wish I would have known that, but I know now. Yeah. So one thing that's a big part of my story I didn't get to. I'm sorry. I talk. No, a you're lot. fine. <laughs> Me too. Um, okay. Talk a lot. So one big part. So... A couple of months ago, I realized, like, holy crap, I need to go see if my therapist. Uh-huh. I, I'm a therapist, right. and I see a therapist, and I'm not ashamed of that. Right, yeah. yeah. Um, so That makes you a good therapist. Right. I try. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I went to see my therapist, and we were talking about all this, you know, and, like, openly crying. And my therapist is great, by the mm-hmm. way. She's amazing. That's awesome. And she, like, looks straight at me, and this is why I love her, because she can... She knows exactly uh-huh. what I need to hear. Mm-hmm. And she said, 
you need to let this go. And I was like, huh? Let what go? Like, no, no, no. I'm going to have children. And she said, no, you need to let go of these emotions. You're letting this depression, this hurting control you. Mm. You need to let go of those and you need to give them to God. That was Mm -hmm. the biggest part. Mm -hmm. Release those emotions and give them to God. Mm -hmm. And it was like so eye opening. Mm -hmm. Like deep down, I know this. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. duh. Right, yeah. Lay it at his feet. I know. Yeah, like, like, (laughs) of course, you know, duh. I'm pretty sure, like, as a therapist, I have told clients that before. Right. But of course, when it comes to yourself, sometimes you're like, Oh yeah, sometimes this applies you need that to permission me. too. Yeah. Sometimes you just yes. need somebody just to tell like you. Just like a reminder, like mm-hmm. remember, yes. this is helpful, and yeah. this could really just help in the healing and as you're walking this journey. And yeah, because you know, like you said earlier, Lindsay, we feel the pressure of mm-hmm. like, well, if we're not pregnant, clearly it's us, you know. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. it's just like stepping back and just letting that go, you know. Absolutely. And yeah. So and I cannot tell you like. It was like a weight lifted mm. off my shoulders. I have been doing like the absolute like best I've like since our wow. journey started. Like That's awesome. I've had a lot of peace. You know, I've had other women telling mm-hmm. me they're pregnant and I haven't cried. It's amazing. Wow. Like good. I'm a crier. Like when yeah. Some, yeah. any emotion and like I've just felt at peace mm-hmm. and felt like I don't even question it anymore. Mm-hmm. Like I'm going to have children. Mm-hmm. I know it. Mm-hmm. Like God has shown me, he's given me signs, mm-hmm. like some pretty crazy signs. Mm-hmm. Like we are going to have children mm-hmm. and like, I just have this peace. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Which is so strange because mm-hmm. I never thought I would get yeah. to this point. Right. So it's wow. been really great. So if anyone out there is holding on to those emotions, give them to God. Mm-hmm. You heard it from our very own personal right? Yeah, we have therapist right here. <laughs> so yeah. tell me, okay, so let's just unpack that just for sure. a second yeah. and then yeah. we can wrap this up. But um, what are some like intentional things that somebody can do? Like, mm-hmm. of course, there's like in your mind, you know, like in prayer and just like mm-hmm. stuff like that. But what intentional things can they physically do to let yeah Mm -hmm. to let go of that emotion I think a lot of it is mental Mm -hmm. I really do but um one thing that I've been doing a lot of is Mm self-care and I talk about it all the time self-care is so important Mm -hmm. like time for just you you know Mm -hmm. you guys have kiddos Mm -hmm. and I know your lives are Mm -hmm. crazy busy but when they go to bed like Mm -hmm. do something for you Mm -hmm. um And a lot of times recently that's been reading my Bible Mm -hmm. or doing something like talking to God. Um, I used to journal a lot and Mm -hmm. I've been wanting to get back Mm -hmm. into that. I haven't done it yet. Whoops. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, self-care is like one of the biggest things I talk Mm -hmm. about. Like give yourself time to replenish. You know, you talk about yeah. your, mm-hmm. your cup right being day. empty. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You got to replenish that yeah. energy mm-hmm. before you can help right. anyone else. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Um, and so self-care mm-hmm. to me is so important. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know, I've just been choosing joy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like intentionally and unintentionally, mm-hmm. you know, like there have been some hard stuff that's happened over mm-hmm. the past couple of months, but God wants us 
to choose joy. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want us mm-hmm. to live in this dark dungeon, mm-hmm. which I mean, sometimes you have to do that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I'm not saying that's wrong. Got to walk through it to get right. to the other exactly. side. Exactly. Right. But like choosing to see the joy in things. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I'll give you an example. Um, my best friend has the cutest little girl. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. She's, I don't even know how old she's over a year and a half now. Okay. And I was like, you know what? I love her. Let's do a day date. So I took this little girl. She's Aww. so freaking cute. Let me just tell you. And we went out. We went to a pumpkin patch. And then I took her to Chick-fil-A. And it was just wonderful. Aww. I love like, that so it, much. It was like yeah. one of the best days mm-hmm. in the past couple months. Yeah. And so, yeah, like just. And, you know, it's funny, like. I'm sitting here talking about like, oh yeah, you know, seeing my other friends pregnant, seeing these mm-hmm. babies is triggering. But like, I love this little girl mm-hmm. to death. Mm-hmm. She's like my own child. I swear right, on my yeah. life. Um, and so that was just like such a fun and great mm-hmm. way to just and it filled you with joy. Yeah. It did. It really yeah. did. Yeah. And also, like, as a mom, when you have friends who love your kids hard, Mm -hmm. there is nothing like it. Like that is one of my prayers for my kids is that Mm -hmm. I will have friends who love my kids Mm -hmm. like I do. And I do, I do have friends who love my kids. I have other moms who love my kids like their own. Mm -hmm. I have friends who have struggled with infertility, Mm -hmm. who love my kids really hard. And there is just nothing like it when you see somebody else really loving your kid. It's just... I just can't even. So win win for it. both. It you is know? yes, like really and so you're filling <laughs> yeah. that in for her, yeah. mm-hmm. even unintentionally maybe. Right. Yeah. But yeah. it really does serve both of mm-hmm. you so yeah. well. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. One of the things that you said is that you you know you felt just you feel peace now, and mm-hmm. like you said, you know, like the Lord has shown you, and it just reminded me of our Thrive Tip Hope. Like you yes. have hope for yes. the future, yes. and you have hope for your story mm-hmm. and God's story and. Um, just what amazing that is. Um, yeah, I have a lot of friends who have, since I've opened up about it, like now, like pretty much everyone knows. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had friends who have not struggled with infertility asking like, how can I help? Mm-hmm. And I think that's a big thing. Like most people, when you tell them like, oh yeah, uh, we've been trying a year and a half and we don't have a kid. It's just like, they don't know what to say. And mm-hmm. I don't blame them. Right. A hundred percent. It's hard. Mm-hmm. That's a hard thing. Um, and so one thing I wanted to do here on the podcast, yes. if that's okay, yeah, is just talk a little bit about like what you can do to help your friends along. And I think the biggest thing is just listening to them. Mm-hmm. Like I have needed people to just sit down and listen to me. And that has been like the best thing, mm-hmm. you know, just sitting with someone, let them talk mm-hmm. and then just telling them like, I hear you. Mm-hmm. I see you and I love you Yeah, and it's okay to feel mm-hmm. like this. Um, so that's like a really big thing that I tell everyone, like, mm. listen, when they need to talk, listen, when they need space, give them space. Mm-hmm. Cause there are times where I've been like overwhelmed mm-hmm. and I need to take a step back and sure. like, like just with my story yeah. at the restaurant, mm-hmm. like I needed mm-hmm. to go outside by myself right? and like just, give give yeah. me some space mm-hmm. when I need space sure yeah yeah that's the best way that people can help Absolutely. yeah I love that yeah, yeah. so well like I said hope <laughs> is our thrive tip yes. and we know this season there's can be all sorts of emotions happening and we want to know that 
um, we see you and we totally understand. So um, hope is scary. Hope is hard, but hope keeps us alive. So our Thrive tip for for February was find hope oh, in yes. small spaces. Yes. I'm like, mm. yes. But this month it's that hope is coming. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. And what a beautiful picture that is. Yes. You know, the hope Absolutely. is coming. Yes. So it might be dark now, but light is always around the corner mm. and um, you are not exempt. So, and that is where we are focusing, what we're focusing on this month. So tune in all month long on the podcast, um, on our social media, yet we thrive on Instagram. Um, just to kind of help remind yourself that it's coming. Yeah, absolutely. And whatever that looks like. So um, your story may yes. not be over yet. Yeah, That's absolutely. Right. That's just right. like mine. Yeah. Uh, my story doesn't have a happy ending yeah. yet. Yes. 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 That word yet is so yes. important. Yeah. Well, thank yeah. you so much, Renee, for coming yeah, on and just so show, sharing it. your story. And um, so we'll see you next week. Thanks for joining us today on the Yet We Thrive podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, go ahead and take a screenshot to share on social media. You can find us on Facebook or Instagram at Yet We Thrive or at yetwethrive.com. If our podcast has impacted you at all, we would so appreciate if you would take a couple of moments to leave a review. These things will help us to share the word and keep on thriving. Until next time.